0: You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast. a recap of today's top stories in central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam is granted a posthumous pardon to seven black men executed in 1951. The so-called Martinsville Seven were convicted of raping a white woman in a case that drew national attention. Ben Pavier has more. It's believed to be the largest mass execution for rape in U.S. history. Governor Ralph Northam said the men hadn't gotten a fair hearing. The rapid trials, the, the trials by juries that were all white men. It was an emotional day for family members of the executed like Pam Hairston, who hadn't expected the pardon. I didn't think I was going to cry, I, but it was so emotional. It was one of the best days of my life. Virginia executed 45 men for rape from 1908 to 1951, all of them black. The state legislature banned the death penalty earlier this year. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Senators Tim Kaine and Mark Warner signed on to a letter urging the Department of Veterans Affairs to provide more mental health resources to military members who served in Afghanistan. The letter asked the VA to do more outreach to make sure veterans take advantage of counseling programs. This comes as recent reports have found that the number of calls to veteran suicide prevention hotlines have increased since the Taliban took over Kabul. If you or someone you know needs help, the VA's Veteran Crisis Line is 800-273-8255 and then press 1. Richmond Public School teachers are getting ready for another stressful year. To help them prepare, a local nonprofit is offering free mindfulness meditation sessions. VPM's Megan Polly reports. I really awareness to each full breath, and each inhale and exhale. Karantema Pierce-Williams you know, with the Inner Work Center helped lead a group of Richmond teachers through a mindfulness-based stress reduction class. And everybody's experience is going to be a little different, but the goal is to change your relationship with stress. Jamie Midiette, a Spanish teacher at Albert Hill Middle School, took part in the full eight-week program. She recalled one exercise in particular, a scene meditation, that helped her to not sweat the small stuff as much. And it just made me realize that like these little tiny things that are bothering me are just a part of like this bigger picture that sometimes I don't see when I'm zooming in so closely. The Inner Work Center hopes to extend the mindfulness workshop to at least 60 RPS teachers and staff this coming year and says no one who'd like the training will be turned away. Megan Pauley, VPM News. Virginia's high court issued an order in the ongoing case of a Loudoun County teacher who was suspended for saying he disagreed with a proposed policy on gender pronouns. The state Supreme Court agreed with a lower court ruling that Leesburg Elementary School gym teacher Tanner Cross should be reinstated. At a school board meeting in May, Cross said he would not use transgender students' preferred pronouns because it's against his religion. Loudoun County Public Schools appealed to Virginia Supreme Court, saying Cross's comments made some students fear returning to school. The school board later approved a policy allowing students to use their preferred pronouns. The new policy was adopted in response to a recent state law. The Richmond and Henrico Health Districts are opening four community hubs this week to increase access to COVID-19 vaccines. They're located in Richmond's downtown and southside, as well as in eastern and western Henrico. Ruth Morrison is the Richmond Health Department's Policy Director. We're very hopeful that this combination of community hubs and these small pop-up events that will continue in partnership with employers, faith communities, community organizations, uh, city partners, will ensure us to make that vaccine accessible. Health officials say these hubs will operate weekly at the same locations and times. For more details, head to vax.rchd.com. GRTC will institute service updates on some of its express and local routes beginning September 12. In announcing the updates, GRTC said that ridership has returned to pre-pandemic levels, so riders should expect fuller buses, especially during peak commute times. The Transportation Systems CEO Julie Tim said they are quote, "...aggressively recruiting and hiring new staff to help us improve the reliability of our schedules." GRTC will remain free, and all riders are required to wear face masks, even if vaccinated. More details on individual route changes can be found at RideGRTC.com. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Tuesday, August 31st at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM.